Welcome back to the Technology in Worship podcast, where we talk everything technology in worship. And by we, I mean myself, Eric Coleman, and my great friend. Whoa, you did it different this time. Yeah. Uh, Benji Satorius. Hey, Benji. Hey, Eric. How's it going? It's great. It's like almost summertime we are in the midst of your spy kids yes. day camp craziness how has that been going amazing amazing as, as, as always, always. I mean, just, would you expect anything different it's a great time love it but uh what have you been working on here just like give me a quick overview of what's happened lots of stuff is happening we have a new staff member on the production team what yep so we hired a media content director his name is riley hey riley hey riley shout out to riley he's uh basically over all the video stuff here at mission now pretty excited about that so just training and developing him developing that and all that stuff so nice i've been dialing in our tracks rig nice which we can go into detail in a future episode yes but that's kind of what I've been working on, have a pretty sweet system in our youth center that I'm trying to replicate in our worship center based on Interesting. The Usually it's the other way around, but... Actually, yeah, nice. it, it normally would be, but this has been great. So cool. I'll, I'll share that in a future episode. You'll show it or talk about it? Both. I guess we oh. could probably figure out a way to do some... Sure, we could link a video something. or something. Anyway, today we are going to talk about file organization and structuring our, like the base of everything we do is some sort of file that yep. is being created in a digital world. Yep. So we want to make sure that we are saving those. Backing up. Backing up. Yep. And really file organization in the sense of like, where is that file? Keeping track of it. Don't want to lose it, lose sight of it. And I think we've mentioned it before that cluttering up the desktop <laughs> is probably a yeah, bad idea. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I think that was our IT episode where Nathaniel talked about you don't want to just have a whole bunch of junk on your desktop because it will slow things down. What type of files, like I mentioned a few, but what type of files do you deal with that you're keeping track of and organizing? I mean, all, everything. All of them. But. <laughs> um, I mean, we have text files. We have JPEG, like image files, video files, Dante patch files, Yamaha board files. All the files. All the files. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of them. ProPresenter files. All Audio right. files. I could keep going if you want. No, that's okay, fine. Good. <laughs> I'll I'll start with <laughs> what I feel like I have like a pretty good organizational structure okay. with. And that is actually our sermon backup files. Okay. So I'm creating our sermon podcasts that we upload to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything kind of thing. Distributes it out. So yeah, sure, there's a backup on that system that we're using called Buzzsprout mm -hmm. of the audio file or it's Vimeo has an archive of the video file. But I also store and collect 
the actual file that I locally. create local well locally in the sense that it's on our cloud servers we Got use uh, Microsoft OneDrive yep but how I've laid it out is that once I create that file I have a folder system in OneDrive for all my archives it's literally called archives within that folder I organize by year starting out instead of by file type I organize straight up by a year in archives. And so then there's a 2022 folder, which is current. And then within that folder, I have 2022 audio archives, 2022 video archives, 2022 pro presenter archives, 2022 everything. Yep. Anything that I need, Okay, I keep in there. So then I'm dragging and dropping my created video file, uploading it. I usually try and upload it at home because I have faster internet in my house <laughs> than I do at church. Yeah. But, uh, and it takes like one minute at home and two hours at church uploading because we talked about how the upload speed is usually that lower yep. tier number. Yep. But that's basically my organizational structure. All right. Here's a question for you. Yeah. How do you, so for a, let's just go with a audio podcast file. Sure. What's your naming structure? My naming structure is the same for both, except I change one word. I do the, I'm a, I'm a year, month, day person. That's how my brain yep. thinks. And when I look at files, that's how I want to see them. Yep. So I literally put that in. I put 2022 dash the month. So 06 dash, I'll just pick the day, the day, yep. the 7th, 07. And then I title it sermon-video. And then in parenthesis, I put whoever the speaker was. Got it. 80% of the time, it's our senior pastor, right. first and last name. Yep. Got it. And that's my file. If it's the audio version, I just change it from sermon-video to sermon-audio. Yep. Literally change one word when I make the file duplicate. And it's great. Like, I know where every file is and then... From there, I can find it. The only thing that it's missing, I feel, is I don't know the sermon title. Right. But I'm not the one, I'm not the main person keeping track of that information that is available to me. So I can, I know where to find that if I need it for some yep. reason. But that is something that is being tracked in a file that right. I can access. Right. Okay. Another question. You shoot a video. You pull the SD card out or the CFAS card out, whatever card out of the camera. What what do you do at that point when you go to edit that? Start to finish kind of thing? Yeah, as far as your file handling. So when I shoot a video, I tend to take the video files. If I'm at home right away and I'm editing this, I'll upload them right away as is. Like just to have the backup of the raw data. Upload them to, to OneDrive. my OneDrive. Yep. And I have a separate content folder. So I have the archive folder for yep. when it's done. But I have a content folder for things that are in process. And I label those by the date of the event. So very similar naming structure. And then within that event or that ministry title or whatever that video is for, yep. that's where I host all the files. So that would be my preference is to get them there first. But if I'm working at church, it's like I said, the a little slower, bit slower internet. Yep. And if I'm like need to pop out the card and go kind of thing, then I'll just start building that folder 
locally on my portable SSD drive, and I can upload it later. But I just start with what I got and start editing. So you pull it off, you'll pull it off the SD card or copy it, whatever, to a folder locally on your SSD hard drive. Yeah, if I, work, you're home. I don't work really too much on my desktop as far as the files are yep. usually off on a separate external hard right. drive. Yep. Work on it then, do whatever. If you go home, then you'll upload that to OneDrive. Yeah. It's quicker. Yep. So I don't want to leave my computer at church overnight and then to upload it. If it's a video for a event or like a promo thing, you keep those raw files for basically ever. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're lot. in OneDrive taking up cloud space. But it's not, unlimited not storage lo- yeah, for us. But not local yeah. storage. That's pretty great. I don't actually go back to the archives too often. Right. But I have them as far as the deep archives of like every individual original. Yep. video file from a particular project. If you were to guess, how far back do you guys go in archives? Like what year, approximately? 2010. It's pretty good. For stuff that's in the cloud. Yeah. I'm sure you have like CDs and stuff like that for like older we stuff. We used to. Oh, used we to. We did a purge. We kind of said, Nice. are we ever actually going to go back to these? <laughs> and... The answer was probably not. So we just said, nice. dump it. Yep. That was a fun day. That was probably a very fun day. It was. I'll it was exciting. Kind of like a relaxing, exciting was, day too. Like For me, oh, it's like, I, <laughs> I mean, even the online thing with how far our archives do go back now. Yeah. Are we actually going to use them? Like, Never know, but... but it's there for now. Yeah. We have unlimited storage. Yep. When we have to make that call, we'll probably say, okay, let's delete the last the, two years. Yeah, the old starting stuff. off. Yep. And just kind of have like a rotating door of yeah. stuff. Yep. If I'm creating a video, I actually, in Final Cut, you create libraries mm-hmm. or like you can have one library, but I create new libraries every project too. Yep. And that is in that folder. So then I can just, have everything I need from that library or a proxy file yeah. being referenced from that same folder. And then when that project's done, just delete the project actually. Yeah. Or I could upload the project. Most of the time I feel like I'm gonna reference the original stuff, so I keep those files, but I don't Maybe keep the actual, actual project, project yeah. file. Yeah. Just the completed file ends up in that archive folder under the 2022 miscellaneous archives yep if it's like a extra event recap video or something like that we may have talked about this in a previous episode however let's try to do it again so someone shoots you an announcement video so you're not doing it you're not editing it you didn't film it someone else films it edits it how do they get it to you to show for the weekend service. Yeah. So they're sending it to me in their own naming system structure. Okay. But it's a shared folder. that On OneDrive? On OneDrive that I can access and they tell me the name of the file or yep. it's very obvious that it's for whatever weekend. But I'm not keeping and archiving every video. So right. if someone else has made the video, they should be archiving that themselves. I'm kind of only responsible for but, archiving. But I'm assuming I, probably in a different folder or they use your same folder yeah they have it's a different linked folder from their OneDrive got it account yep 
but then I have access on my side. It's a shared folder. Yep. That I just dive in. I could add to or pull from yep. if needed, depending on permissions. So that's kind of the video backup side of it, or even audio yep. file completion side of it. What's your process for backing up the actual like system audio stuff, like Dante audio, yeah. board audio? So I feel like I could use a better system for that. I do it, but like, how often do you do it? Not very often. Okay, good. Most of our backup stuff, and I'm going to talk more than just audio. So I back up ProPresenter system files and Dante patches, our Yamaha CL3 and 5 show files, QLab files, lots of stuff. Okay? Oh, yeah. So basically, any program that we're running that has. Our files. lighting file, lighting program file. So the lighting one gets updated every day we use the lighting program because that file is actually in the cloud. It's not saved locally. Yeah. So we use Google Drive for everything, like I've mentioned before, and everything gets stored in there. So we have shared folders in Google Drive. So we have a production shared folder. Within there, it goes Manuka or Morse. So depending on which campus it's for. Go deeper into that. You go to video, audio, backup. Mm-hmm. So if it's a Morse backup, so lighting for Morse, show file from the CL3 from Morse goes into that Got backup it. folder. So that's a hodgepodge of various software yeah, files. Yeah, the back, that backup, backup folder just gets everything. So ProPresenter mm-hmm. gets in there. CL3 gets in there. The lighting gets in there. QLab gets in there. That might be it. It's a smaller system, obviously, so it's not as much stuff. I think monitor board show file gets in there. So that's that's basically it. And the Manuka, basically the same concept. So video, audio, and then backup. Obviously, that backup gets more stuff because we have a lot more equipment here. But basically the same concept of ProPresenter, audio board, show files lighting, QLab, Dante patches. Um, we use Trend SPL for our DB monitoring. Those files so get those uploaded files, there. Yep, lots of stuff. Basically, anything other than audio typically gets updated once a month into that backup folder. Obviously, like I said earlier, lighting gets updated every time we use it. Is that a Manuka. manual update? Yep. Like you have to click and drag the file? Yep, and- ProPresenter, for example, that main folders in our documents folder so i just click and drag it over we don't have any media saved in there because it's all in the cloud because it's all in the cloud so there's a checkbox in the preferences of ProPresenter that says something like handle media do you want ProPresenter to handle your media something like that if you had that checked it saves all your media files in that ProPresenter documents folder even though you also have it in the cloud or on your desktop, wherever it might be, it basically doubles it and saves it again in that folder. And that's where it references its media from. You don't have that checked. I don't have that checked anymore because I didn't want that. Because I, ha- I don't want that also on my computer twice, basically. So I uncheck that. So that little folder from ProPresenter is a pretty small folder. If that box is checked, then that folder Could is be pretty bigger. large. Yeah. So 
I uncheck that, makes that folder a lot smaller. So, but, but that saves all my themes, my layouts, stage displays, my outputs, everything, basically, other than the media itself. So if I set up a new computer or that computer blows up, I can get a, basically a brand new install ready to go in probably like two minutes. Oh, that's and good. Up and running on a new computer. That's awesome. And we don't change too many things from week to week. So even though I'm doing it once a month, not very many things are changing at that point. So that's once a month. Your what's audio look like? Is that more frequently or no? Less audio frequently? is a little uh, less frequent. Dante, I don't really change. If I have a new device added to the system, or if I remove a device from the system, then I'll Do create a new all backup. Save backup. Or if there's a a new patch that's like a major ish patch or unpatch, then I'll do a backup. I haven't had a new, I haven't had a Dante change in quite a while. So I don't think I've updated the backup in probably five or six months at this point. But that's basically when you do make a bigger change, you save that file. Yep. You upload it right away. Yeah. So if I, added a new computer in, if I added a new soundboard, something where a lot of patching is changing, then I'll change and update that back up. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to swap in a new front of house console <laughs> and then you hit an issue. Yep. And load the load the backup, old one, but that's referencing your old everything. board. Yep. That would not be good. Yeah. So anytime there's a major change of patching or unpatching or new device, then I'll do that. The soundboard is typically, I would say probably every quarter I do the board. Again, we don't really do much changes on the board except for like major services like Easter, Christmas, Spy Kids Day Camp, things like that. We don't run scenes. We don't really change too much stuff. We basically just mix on the fly or things on the fly. We don't do a new show file every weekend or scenes for every song like that so we basically turn the board on it boots up from its last state and that's our basically our original starting point yeah so that's basically where we or how we do our backup stuff sounds like we're both semi-organized semi-organized but there's probably areas i have a lot of i have a lot of areas to grow in it yes but yes me too but that leads me to my next question okay what is the first area that you would like to clean up in your file organization and backup? Like what area needs the most improvement? I don't know of an area that needs cleanup because I, I feel like our system is pretty clean and pretty organized. I do wish we archived stuff better and had a better workflow for like video projects. So like you were saying, you you keep all your raw files when you shoot a video along with the finished video most of the time. We don't keep the raw file basically ever. We only keep the finished finished product. And that depends on what it is. And that's probably what you'll pull up. Like you'll use that most of the time when you're creating some sort of like five-year recap video or yep. whatever, yep. you'd probably just need that. Now, if it was like a big project, I am keeping those raw files. But 
from like week to week type stuff. I'm not all of our video projects. We're not keeping raw files, even like announcement videos from week to week. We don't keep even the finished file after that week is done. We basically, we actually overwrite that same file. So when we save it in the video folder of Google drive for, to get loaded on a pro presenter, it's labeled the exact same every single video. week announcement video 4k morse or 4k monaca that's it it's just the same every week if it was a different project where it's like promo type stuff we would probably keep that finished product and we do have a video archive folder that's where we dump everything basically after it's done but we don't keep the raw file stuff when I ask you about workflow for when you shoot a video, if it's just a single camera shoot, like a announcement video, I actually just work off the CFast card. I don't move it to oh, an you SSD. Don't move it anywhere. Nope. I just edit it right from that card. Edit, done, boom, and I'm set to go. If it's a multi-cam shoot or something where I'm using multiple CFast cards, then I'm moving those to an SSD. I've got three, three or four T three or T five cards, the Samsung SSD cards. We'll use those for bigger projects, multi-camera projects, multi-card projects, except for baptism videos. We do keep those raw files, all the testimonies. So we record all of our testimonies ahead of time. All of those raw files we do keep and those are kept in a baptism folder on Google Drive. Nice. So that is one other thing, like for some of our special things that we do in our service, like we do live baptisms. Yep. I mean, not that you don't, but like we do live, our testimonies are right. being read live yep. by the person. So I do record those to a hard drive directly, and then I'll also create some sort of exported version of that it's usually as simple as fade in fade out yep export and do the same naming structure but call it baptism right yeah we we film our testimonies two weeks ahead of our baptism service we edit those down into like snippets of each each testimony so you're not getting the full 100 percent of everyone's testimony putting those all together for whoever is getting baptized for that weekend then we show that in the service and then do live the live baptism after each of those videos. Yeah. We've had some requests, not a lot, but some requests where people want their full testimony because they don't hear that in the service. One of our projects is editing those videos. So we do have the full video. A full version testimony. of that single person's yep. testimony. Yep. So then if someone asks for that, we can do that. It's probably a good idea to have that. Yeah. So, yeah, we do three to four baptism services a year, and we've got an archive basically since I've come on staff of all of those. It's a lot of editing that somebody will have to... Uh, hey, do. Riley. Right. New, new staff member, Riley. <laughs> I know for me, the area that I would like to get more organized in is our pro presenter files have gotten a little bit unorganized because i'm adding in a new sermon every week yes and, and it's a you're adding a pro presenter file 
Yes, every week. Into your library every every week versus just like images or whatever. Yep. Yep. I'm not archiving those. I mean, eventually when I get rid of them, I'll basically probably upload them to a cloud folder called Sermon Archive or something. Sermon Archives or whatever. So I'll be doing that eventually. But yeah, right now most of them are just all in that same. Yeah. Thankfully, I have a different library, so that makes it even easier to find and distribute them eventually to the cloud but still it's you're adding to it every single it's growing every week yeah and then i create a new version so like even just the media file folder is getting a little bit bogged down because when i add it maybe it's creating a new version of a same file that it might be referencing yep let's just for an example we talked about your like announcement video they send that to you over OneDrive. Do you then download that to the computer to then import into ProPresenter? I do, yeah. Got it. Because the OneDrive client has not been super friendly. Okay. Like the Google one seems to be yeah. really friendly for all that stuff, but yep. the, the OneDrive, OneDrive not. has not been. So you're downloading all that to your computer and then... It lives on the computer until I delete it. Do you try... Like how often would you delete say the announcement video from week to week do those live for a few weeks on the computer yeah they live for like a month or two in the downloads and folder no i you, i move it from the downloads you folder have another to folder a dedicated folder on it got it so like i feel like there's still a good folder system yep. on the computer it's just yep. specifically pro presenter yeah like i have a couple different versions of the same song in there now yep. especially because we've started to use multi-tracks version of the song as well like downloading that file but then we already had the existing file yep but then i haven't like deleted that song file from the old version so now there's two or three versions of the same song so then i have to decide well which one's the actual version that we need to use yeah so i have been working on that i've started I haven't deleted anything, but what I've done is now I've just started downloading all of the multi-tracks because that's what we've, we're moving and leaning into that pretty yep. heavily. So I've been downloading all of those files into a OneDrive folder so that just basically we have a core song list of songs right. that we always do. So I'm just downloading all of those, making yep. sure we have the tracks and everything. And then I'm probably going to just do a complete refresh on the song library just to get select all delete select all delete Ooh. and then import yeah the new one yeah the new song file versions that we're using Do you have a separate library for uh like announcement video presentation kind or of. announcement or opening slide loop or those live in like where your songs live those are a separate library got it yep so i've created a sermon library Impro presenter presentation library, which is where, That's where those live. announcements and okay. announcement videos, that kind of stuff yep. lives. Songs. And now I have a new library called Multitracks, which is where I'm storing those new downloaded files Got as it. well. Just to kind of have some separation in the in this weird middle ground time where I don't want to completely delete everything yet. I just yep. want to have yep. dedicate the time to it and do a delete change go so that's the area of most improvement for me nice that i'd like to see i I do have a similar naming structure when you were saying the year month, year month day day what's yours i don't that's basically all i do i don't add in 
a title or who or anything. It's just anything. your month day. That's it for audio and video. Then it's just based on the basically file that's type. That is just audio. We don't do anything video wise that needs to be like archived because like our sermon podcast, like sermons and all that stuff is just on YouTube. So we don't download You're those. You're not archiving we don't have, that separately. Correct. The only really archiving that we do is our full service broadcast multi-track uh, recording from Pro Tools. That's the only thing that we're archiving on like a weekly basis. Everything okay. else is just on YouTube or podcast is on audio podcast. We go through Anchor. So, which is still like a very valid archive as well. It's just, oh, yeah, I just yep. don't know about finding the file, is maybe a little bit more difficult. Yeah, so we use Boxcast for our streaming, we stream the whole service. I'll go into that live stream recording when the service is over, trim out just the sermon, upload that directly to YouTube download the audio file and then i will go into youtube put it into a playlist do all that fun stuff then go to anchor go to my downloads folder drag and drop into anchor label it do all the notes hit upload and then i'm done and then i'm deleting that audio file that i just downloaded for the podcast which is a very good quick and easy way of doing that Boxcast right now doesn't have the ability to add in like a video at the beginning or at the end. Correct. Which I or or transitions or anything like that. I include that stuff. Yep. So we have like an intro. Welcome to Harvest New Beginnings or whatever it says kind of thing. Yep. And and at the end. Yeah, and we're we're actually in a process of discussing if we want to do that or not do that or do that just for the video and not audio or just audio and not video or for both as like a little opener type thing. Yeah. Or thanks for listening or thanks for watching. But up until this point, that's what we've been doing. That may change soon. Cool. Well, file organization is very important. It is. I think that you should keep your files backed up. Yes, you should. You should totally back Someone's up your files. Someone's got like a jackhammer going on in the background. <laughs> That'd be an air compressor. Air, air compressor. Oh. You know, Spy Kids is going on. It's There's a lot. Lots of people are lot of kids running around. things. What are you using that as a smoke machine or something? <laughs> that's, beyond, that's past my pay grade. I don't know what they're doing with this. <laughs> anyway, stay organized. Like and follow. Technology in worship. Follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening. We hope that these are helpful. And we're looking forward for what the future holds. Later.